Welcome back, LeapCast listeners. This is a bonus episode called Leap Swap, where I swap my mic with my guest. The guest, who is now the host, can ask me anything. Tune in for a rich discussion on life, mental health, relationships, family, and more. Once again, this is LeapCast. I'm your host, Dr. George James, and we get to do something that's really new and different. We call this Leap Swap, where I change and give my host role to our guests. So now it's going to be Esteban Serrano, who's going to be the host in Leap Swap. So Esteban, it's all on you, man. Any questions you want to ask? Listen, I have been battling with something that I know that you could help me with. Because you are the man, you know, with the answers. You know, you're a father. I'm a father. My yes. whole, you know, fatherhood journey has been about raising amazing sons who have a mind of their own, who are individuals, who love and appreciate, you know, their lives and their individuality. But at the same time, you know, I'm an old school type of dad and you know, certain things are of this new generation are new to me. You know, I need help kind of one accepting and two communicating with my sons. You know, my oldest son, you know, just dyed his hair blonde. And, you know, as an outward expression of, you know, who he is, you know, my middle son, you know, paint his nails black and he's all into, you know, hip hop. No, I mean, not hip hop. He's all into, you know, to alternative music and things of that nature. I want to be supportive of yeah. who they are. I do not want to force myself and my visions. I don't want to project who I think they should be on to them. How do I bite my tongue and be supportive of them? You got any advice on that? Yeah, man, that's a really great question. And I think like you highlighted it, right? Like, how do you allow your growing teenage sons to be individuals, which normally in this phase is where we hopefully give them more autonomy and they show us they can handle it. And then when they show us they can't handle it, we take away some of the autonomy, right? It's this back and forth. And when you talk about like expression and identity and, you know, creativity and just trying some stuff, I mean, like we probably have tried some stuff in our teenage years and we're like, yeah, that probably wasn't a good look. I mean, like just talk about like, you know, probably our generation, right? you know, crisscross. I mean, why was that like, cool? Like, why would you like turn it backwards? But whatever, right? There's just all this stuff, right? I mean, I mean, that's much younger, but there's things that we say like, "Mm, why do we do that? So when you talk about, you know, your sons, I think about the first thing you said is really about acceptance, right? Like if they're not doing harm, right? And if they're not hurting themselves, and I mean, from hurting themselves, like physically hurting themselves emotionally, hurting themselves in that way. And then Part two, not hurting themselves in terms of what the family values might be, even though that might be some negotiation, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm really big on let's be clear on what our family values are. What are the things that we believe as a family? And during those teenage years, they're going to test it. (laughs) They might move away from it, but still, this is our family values. And what I hold on to when I think about, you know, my father and I, we had, you know, our different interactions one of the things that I really valued was that from a young age, he talked to me as an adult and Mm. there's a way that like, we just had like grown conversation from like what I felt was early on. And it's something that I try to embody with my own children 
And so I take that and then I take, I don't know if you saw, uh, there was a blackish episode where, uh, where, where Dre's <laughs> son is really trying to help him understand that some of the things he learned about how to date is not cool anymore. Right? right. Like holding the door, right. Could go two different ways. Right. It's not always like the best thing to do. And so I think about one talking to your sons, period. Right. Just talking to them. Hey, tell me about it. Let's talk about it. Blonde. What made you choose blonde? Like, let's just like have a conversation about it. So you know that we can talk about it so that you know, you can trust me. Right. Which I know that you're doing. And then part two is like, you know, letting them school you if it needs to be like, what is this about? Why would it be good for you to represent yourself in this way? What value? Because when I was coming up, we didn't do that. Right. right we didn't do that right. for a couple of reasons. <laughs> right. You're going to look at me a certain way. You're going to call me certain names right. or I'm in a certain neighborhood. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, so there are a lot of different things that are shifted that I might, you might need to school me on. And I have to be humble mm -hmm. and vulnerable enough to let you school me. So those are the things that I think, like, what are the values that you have? Like, are they being safe? And then what are the values for the family? And then being able to just talk to them, talk about their choices. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I just want to tell me more about it and then let them school you. You nailed it, man. That's the part that I needed. I needed I needed to hear that I needed to let them school me. Up until this point, until this moment right now, I was a million times cooler than my sons. And my sons can't tell me nothing about none of right. this stuff. Do you know who I am? Right, right. Oh, you're absolutely right. That's what it has to be. I have to turn the power over to them and let them feel like that they can get through to me as much as I'm trying to get through to them. Man, thank you yes. so much. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate the question. I mean, it made me even think about like, just think about the two different, just cultural things like growing up for me and probably you were in this era too, like everything was baggy. And everything, we went from yeah. everything baggy to everything being tight, right? <laughs> like there's just, that's just two different like cultures and two different generations just right there. Listen, for me, it's I grew up, you know, I wouldn't twist my lips to ask my parents for anything expensive. And now my sons can literally have anything they want. And exactly. they're going thrifting to buy stuff that other people wore already. Yes. Yes. My son, the other day, I took them to a thrift con and he bought a jacket. That's a Carhartt jacket that literally had three holes in the front. <laughs> He said, Dad, I think somebody died in this jacket. This is awesome. I'm like, who wants to wear this jacket someone died in? Like, but that's where I'm at. Like, I'm like, my goodness, but I just yeah. got to eat it. I'm like, right. They are like all right, school me, man, because I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, that totally. Any other question or was that the main one for you? Another question that I have, right? And this is just man-to-man -man stuff right yeah. here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. In the cave. In the cave. I want to be more supportive of my wife and her endeavors. Like I mentioned to you earlier, she sacrificed and put her career path on hold to hold down the fam. And, you know, now she's found a new passion and she wants to pursue that. And I'm gung-ho with it. And the problem that I always get caught up with is that, I have to learn when to be excited and ambitious for her and when to just be a support and like not get in my own way. I'll be getting myself in trouble with the excitement <laughs> right. that I right. have for her. That, you I'll know, bet. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. yep. How do I 
balance and gauge that? Like, how do I know? What are the tells maybe that I, I'm getting a little overzealous? Oh, I think that's another great question. And, you know, when I think about like just, you know, some of the work I've done, especially with a lot of guys and even thinking about myself, typically it's not 100 percent, but typically guys tend to lean into action. Right. And a lot of times about that action, about it. Right. <laughs> I got to go do something. I got to go build something. I got to go produce something. Right. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes what is being asked for is us to just be right just to like listen just to take it in and oftentimes if we start there then we'll know when we need to kind of take it into like you know hyperdrive and get like make the connects like make the calls do all the stuff because sometimes it's like if they're nervous right our spouse or our wife might be nervous overwhelmed or not sure is it a good look they just want to like what you think before you start like building the house and building everything else, they just want to know what you think. Right. So I think like if you lean there first, you will then know which direction you need to go next. And I think like you just falling into like, let me just listen and hear what's going on. The other thing that I noticed, and I think even through the pandemic, it hit me is that I'm so used to my wife just being so amazing, right? She just does so many different things that I didn't recognize that she was starting to feel overwhelmed and anxious by just everything. And I could help with that by just taking on some more of the responsibility, right? Cause I'm doing, she's doing, she's killing it. I'm trying to kill it. We feel like everything's moving. And then all of a sudden I realized, oh, right. She's feeling some type of way right now. And I could just do something to help that. Right. And so if we are going to do, I think sometimes it's the, like, let me take some of those things that's already on her plate off her plate. Right. Like I don't got to make the connects, but I could probably do the laundry. Right. I could, right, right. I, could, I could do these other things that maybe will help her to just breathe a little bit more. And it that hit me, like they say, like a ton of bricks. And we were able to then have that real conversation. And I was able to figure out what are some ways that I could just take some more things off her plate, at least for a period of time so that she could th- figure out whatever else she needs to figure out. Right. Man, that was it, man. I needed that. I just, you know, I know that it's been more than a decade that she's been kind of just, you know, playing a position. And so I just was hype and I want to help. Like, what? You found right. something? Right. This right. is me. This is so you. Let's go. And you're right. I'm like kind of, I found myself kind of pulling her along and maybe she's a bit unsure. Maybe, you know, I know she just wants to move at her own pace. So now I know right. I'm just going to chill out yep. and definitely, definitely assist to lighten the load so that she can have more time to focus on. on hey, man, I love it. I appreciate you sharing and putting those questions out there, because I think that applies to so many people who are out there, so many people who will be listening. And those are some really great questions. And so thank you for taking over in this leap swap and being able to ask some really great questions. This is Leapcast once again with Dr. George James and Esteban Serrano. We had a great conversation, a great time. Yes. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Leap Swap. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you have more questions for either me or my guests, please head to the Leapcast Facebook group to ask. Visit theleapcast.com forward slash Facebook to get started.